if we're willing to obey Him. Sometimes we need to just obey and say, Lord, I'll step. The door's open, I'll step. I'll step a little bit at a time till I get into where I need to be. Sometimes we say, Lord, I want to put my foot where the door can't shut. I want to pull back where you want to shut the door, and I want to walk where you open the door. So many times we say, why did this happen? Why not? If God has a plan, stick to it. Don't stick to man's plans. I had a plan, and it didn't work too good. I had a plan. Sometimes our plans just don't work too good because we put self in the way. But the door is open tonight. You say, I don't know what door to go to. Start here. Start here. If you don't know what door is open, start there and pray. Say, God, guide me where you want me to go. And there's a door that's open. And Lord, if you want to close the door, close that door. I don't want that door. I don't want that door if it's supposed to be closed. If that door is closed and I try to step into it, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. But so many times, I want what I want. But sometimes I am a little strength. He says, I will build you up. But if we go through the right door, you'll strengthen. You might start out a little weak, but you're going to get strength over time. But if we go in the door that's supposed to be shut, we try to open that door, and God said, I closed that door. Step away from that door. We try to step into the door that he closed. Or we try to open the door. God said, I got that later, and we try to go open it now. He says, you're not ready for that. You're not ready for that. Have patience. Wait. Wait. And we're like, Lord, I know that door's for me. I want to open it now. And he says, just wait a little bit longer. Just wait a little bit longer. I've had to wait. And I've received. Then I had to wait. And I received. Sometimes you had to wait for this. And you receive that. But if you're trying to go higher in God, eventually you have to wait again for the next step. Sometimes we have to wait. But that's a hard thing to do. We don't like to wait for the door to open. We try to tell God what to do. We, that door shuts and we say, God, I don't want that door to shut. I like that door. Well, I say, board it up, Lord. Make it where I can't get in it. Make it where I can't do nothing but go into the open door that you opened for me. This is an open door. I wasn't expecting to come into this open door, but God called us to it. We came one night, and then the Lord just kept saying, go, 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 go. Now he's my pastor. I don't care. He's, he's my pastor now because God called me to this church. He called me to this church. We do what God says to do. I don't do it because, Brother Luke, I do it because God called me here. We work together. I love my brothers and my sisters. We pray for you. We need to pray for everybody. We need to pray for each other. But so many times, I hinder myself. I hinder myself. Jesus said, what's hindering you tonight? Is it a door that's closed you want open? Is that hindering you? Is it something you need to lay at the altar and walk away? Sometimes we have stuff we need to lay down. We need to get rid of. Jesus don't pick it up and give it back to us. We pick it up. We decide to pick it up. God don't pick it up. We do. Lay it at the altar and leave it at the altar. If it's something you really like, he'll give you something better. My kids are still young, but I had to lay my kids at the altar. 
I had to leave my kids. I told Austin, Wednesday night, he said he saw Jesus praying for him. Everybody else is praying for him. He saw Jesus praying for him. And as soon as church is over, he had to get rid of some things. He's young, but he had some things he had to get rid of. He had some friends he had to get rid of, some games that he had to get rid of. And he had to be nice to his brother. He said God told him to be nice to his brother. But, but he was in. He was in the door that God opened. He stepped into the door that God opened. Don't ever go back, Austin. Don't ever go back to that door that God closed. But he told me, as soon as church is over, he had a little girlfriend. You know how it is when they're young. He's like, God told me not to be her boyfriend no more. He told me to delete this game that they played all the time that's addicted to it. And he's like, he told me to be good to my brother. And he's been doing really good. They both have. They've both been doing really good. But if you knew how Austin done Brandon, he hit him all the time. And he's mean to him. You can see a difference. Sometimes we say there ain't no difference. How do you know? How do you know? You're not God. But they step in that door. They step in that door. I see people that hasn't been here very long. But you see people that's been here all along. And they still serve the same God. But still serve the same God. Both of them. The ones that's been here a minute and the ones that's been here forever. The same God. Because they stepped in the open door. That God opened. The door is open. Come on in. That's what Jesus said. Come on in. Come on in. The old song come and dine. The master call is come and dine. He has an open door. Come on in. Come on in. It's an open door policy, brother. It's an open door policy. Anytime the door is open, Jesus said, step into it. Step into it. Step into it. So many times we say, Lord, are you sure? And he tells us over and over. And he'll send the preacher to tell you, yes, I'm sure. Go through. And we're like, oh, I don't. I doubt it. But then when the little G... The little G God says go to this door. We listen really quick because we're not in tune with God. So many times we don't get in tune with God and we run to a door that's closed and we try to open it. But let me tell you something. The enemy has doors too. But the enemy has doors too. And not just Jesus. He has doors that look just like the ones Jesus has for you. And we get, we get confused because we're not on our knees praying. We're not fasting. We're not coming to church early. We come to church early and pray. And you can feel the Lord move. You can feel the Lord move. But so many times, we're not listening to God. So the door that is open is not the door that God called you to. I've done it. I went where God hasn't called me to. And the door wasn't even open, but I opened it. I put my foot into that door and I stepped in. And I said, Lord, I'm going anyway. I didn't say it out loud, but pretty much I was saying, Lord, I'm going anyway. I'm going anyway. Because we're stubborn people. We're stubborn people. I'm a stubborn person. But the thing about it is, when the door is open and God says go in and you actually listen, oh, blessings come. Blessings come. Jesus will bless you going and coming. But we had to be willing to take that first step, that second step, that third step. We need to step, step, step. Just keep on going. But so many times, we don't keep going. Thank you. We stop. God says go, and we stop. So many times, I stop. I don't want to stop. 
I want to do what he says. Thank God for water. But I want to do what God says. The living water. Brothers said the living water. Yes. That's the water. Probably everybody here has been baptized in Jesus' name. And when you go down, you come up, you feel so good. You feel so good. Most people do that before they get the Holy Ghost. Sister back there, she got the Holy Ghost first. God don't have no ways that we can go by. We have to go by what God says. We can't tell somebody, oh, you didn't get it because you didn't get baptized first. No, that's not how it works. We rejoice because you know the Holy Ghost came on them. You know the Holy Ghost came because you feel it in your Holy Ghost, in your spirit. You feel the Holy Ghost got on them. When my dad put up tents, I would sit in the back when I'd go and I'd try to hide. And he said, I can feel, see the Holy Ghost all over you. But you want to come forward. And I tell, I tell God, I'm like, if they drag me up there, I'll go get saved. But God knew I, I was playing. I wasn't serious. Until I got serious, it wouldn't have done my dad no good to drag me by the hair and pull me up there. It would have done no good. Because if I'm not willing to serve God, it's not going to work out. That door wasn't open for me at the time. It could have been. It could have been. And it would have opened other doors, but I was stubborn. Yes. And I didn't want to give up that life. Amen. I wasn't really wild, but I had that life. Yes. I had a sinful life. Yes. No matter how wild you was, a good person, whatever. If you're a sinner, you're a sinner. Amen. I was a sinner. But yes. one day it took me saying, yes, Lord. One day I had to say, yes, Lord. I'll step into that door. Yes. And I wasn't expecting that door to close. I wasn't expecting it, brother. So I stepped into another door that the Lord opened. And that door closed. Because we was going higher. And we was listening more. It wasn't because we didn't deserve it. It wasn't because we wasn't doing God's will. It was time to go. Sometimes it's time to go where God tells you to go. And we're stubborn and we say no. We st I've stayed longer than I should have before. And I'm like, Lord, I don't want to let him down. The church I got saved in, God told us to leave. They went one more time to me, and they really wished they wouldn't have went. It was a disaster because God said, shut the door. I thank God for this open door. Amen. So, president of my company and my job, he always says, I have an open door policy. You can come in any time. That door's closed sometimes. But when God says there's an open door policy, it's always open. 24-7. 24-7, it's open. God has a door that's always open. Always open. You might not like the door that he opens. You might not always like it. But if it's an open door, and it's Jesus, we need to step into that door. We need to step into that door if it's open by God. You better pray and make sure it's God. You better make sure it's God. I thought it was awesome earlier. Yeah. Tons of people running. Yeah. Tons of people marching. Yes. I thought that was awesome. Yes. But sometimes it takes one. Yes. Sometimes it takes one. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a little Brandon. He don't always know when to run. Yeah. But he knows he wants to run. Yeah. He don't always know when. Yeah. The last service, God told me to run. And he told Brendan to run, so we ran together. 
It worked out. Then Austin ran. A bunch of other people ran. I don't know who all ran. But the thing about it is, obedience. Right. Obedience. Because if I didn't run, he might not have. If he didn't run, I might not have. I know Austin wouldn't have if I didn't run with him. He was shy. But before that service was over, Austin was running by himself. He was running with Brandon. He, he didn't care because the Lord got on him. That open door, that open door, he stepped into it. And he's still stepping into it. They're still stepping into it, brother. Because they don't want to be what they want to be anymore. They want to be what God wants them to be. He's not hindered by the little girlfriend no more. He's not hindered by that gang no more. They're kids. They still like games and stuff. But the one that he was on... It consumed him. Yes. So he had to get off of it. But he said he had to get off of it. Yes. He told me because the Holy Ghost told him. Yes. God inside of him told him. But you got to listen. Because you have a door that you have to open to Jesus. This vessel has a door. This vessel has a door. You can lock Jesus in, lock Jesus out. You can, you can choose not to serve Jesus because of your door. You have to open that door to Jesus. Yes. Right. He opens the door to you. Yes. But are you letting your heart out to Jesus? Are you pouring your heart out to Jesus? Right. Are we giving him everything? Come on. Come on. I choose to give him everything. Yes. I choose to give him everything. Do we all fall sometimes? Everybody stumbles sometimes. Come on. Pick yourself up and go to the altar. Right. Just because you're a preacher don't mean you have a, don't have a bad day. Sometimes we have bad days, but we know who to call upon. We know who to call upon when we have a bad day. Because everybody, especially like if you work on a job, sometimes people get on your nerves. But you can't reach them. If you're chewing them out, if you're cussing them out, you ain't got nothing that they need. But if you show Jesus, you show love, you might be able to reach them and pull them in. Somebody reached me. Yes. Somebody reached me. Yes. It took Brandon having a nod on the side of his head for me to actually go up. But it took my dad encouraging me. Yes. Like, go up and get in prayer. His yes. dad knew the Lord was dealing with me. He was dealing with me for about a month or so at yes. work. Come on. I was trying to focus, and Christian songs would come in my head. Right. Never listened to them. <laughs> when, when mom and dad, when I lived with them, they listened to them. Yes. But, but I didn't listen to the Christian music. And it popped in my head. Jesus was talking to me. Right. But then when I went to church, got him prayed for. The Lord got a hold of me. Amen. That door was open. Yes. And I, I stepped in finally. It took my dad go, go on. As soon as I got done praying, dad knew I gave my heart to the Lord. He cleaned out his Bible. He said, you're going to need this. He gave me his Bible because he knew I needed a Bible. Yeah. My dad gave away a lot of Bibles. He gave away a lot of Bibles, but he knew I needed one. Right. He said, you're going to have to have this. Yes. And I've had to have a Bible ever since. Right. This was my dad's Bible. This Bible right here was my dad's. He couldn't hardly read it because it's so fine friends. But it was his. And I carry it around. And I read it. I study it. There's stuff he wrote down in there. There's stuff I wrote down in there. But God told me to give it to somebody. I give it to somebody. 
It means a lot to me, but it means a lot more if it opened the door for somebody else. If it opened the door for somebody else, I showed love. Because I showed love. We need to show more love to people. Just because they're not in this door. Don't mean God's not opening that door. God's opening that door to a lot of people. But we got to get them in. we got to get them in. You come to this church, everybody here loves you like Jesus. They try to treat you like family. Right off the bat, they try to treat you like family. Because to them, you are. Because to them, you are. But if we try to shut a door that God wants open, we're going to fall. Right. Eventually, you might be able to keep going, but eventually you're going to get tired of going. Amen. You're going to get tired of going and say, that door is rusty. Maybe you was rusty. Amen. Maybe God was the one to use you, but you said, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. I've told the Lord that before. Come on. When I first got saved, he told me I was called to preach. He told me that when I was younger, but I didn't listen. He told me I was called to preach, and I was so shy. You think Chuck's shy? You should have known me back in the day. <laughs> Chuck's getting a lot better. But I went and get up behind a pulpit. I was asked to lead testimony. I stood up and said, I love Jesus. Sat down. I didn't get back up. I didn't lead nothing. I was so shy. But God gives you boldness. When I first started out, I stood behind the pulpit the whole service. I would hide behind that pulpit. But then God told me to step out from behind the pulpit. Yes. He took me from one door and opened up another door, and that's where I stepped out. Eventually, God called me somewhere else. But we need to listen to God. Don't use a crutch. Don't use a crutch. That pulpit was my crutch because you could only see a little bit of me. It was just my crutch. I was hiding. I was hiding. God said, take that block door out of the way and step out. Because there was a door that was shut because I was using it as a wall. Right. We've heard preachers say, tear down the wall. Sometimes I build a wall. We build a wall where Jesus can't get to us. Right. He can take that wall and make it a door and open that door if we'll let him. Right. If we'll let him take that wall right. down. Come on. He'll open that wall and he'll let you go in if you're willing to go in. I'm not feeling you, Lord. That's because you have something in between you and him. Sometimes I got something in between me and him. And we say, Lord, I don't feel you. Dad used to tell a story about this old man and woman going down the road. And he's like, you used to sit beside me. What happened? Or she said, you used to, we used to sit right beside each other going down the road. And he's like, I didn't move. I'm still driving. You moved over. That's why with Jesus. Sometimes we leave Jesus behind. Right. Jesus, I'm right here, but you left me. Yeah. You left me. He's like, I shut that door and you went there anyway. You went there anyway. I've done that where I, they, God shut the door and I went anyway. It didn't work too good. It didn't work too good. I had some problems because of it. Trust me, I'm not saying if you serve Jesus, it's always going to be easy because it's not. Right. I'm not going to say that you're never going to get sick because you are. Yeah. Brings on the just and the unjust alike. Right. But we knew who to call upon. Yeah. We know who to call upon. Right. His name is Jesus. Yeah. We was talking about fear earlier. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, God has not given you a spirit of fear, Amen. but of power and love and a sound mind. Yeah. How do you get 
get the power. Get the power. Get the power and love your neighbor. Get the power and love your enemies. Who give you a sound mind? We have to take fear and kick it out sometimes. Sometimes, you, my brother said, you get ready to go preach. And you're like, it's the first time I ever preached there. I want to hide behind the pulpit. But God said, no. But the Holy Ghost starts moving. You're like, yes, Lord. Let's go. Let's go, Lord. Let's go. Because we stepped into that door that was open. And we want to keep stepping. We want to keep stepping. We want to keep stepping. Do the work that we can do in the church. Do what we can do for God. What we can do for everybody in this church. We're nobodies. Caught us on this song. Nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody named Jesus. I had to name Jesus. They don't always put the name of Jesus, but it's Jesus. I want to tell everybody about Jesus. Everybody I see. The guy in the other mold room used the Lord's name in vain. Friday. He's like, sorry, Shane. Yeah, you told that. another one of that, brother. That's it. But he, uh, he used the Lord's name in vain. And I said, he said, sorry, Shane. I was like, you should be sorry. He said, I said, I'm sorry, but you used the Lord's name in vain. You should be sorry. I was like, we don't want to talk like that. It's bad enough that they use the other language. When you use my Lord's name in vain, I'm going to call you out on it. Because I'm not afraid to tell people about Jesus. And if they get mad at me, they get mad at me. But I had the opportunity to tell him not to talk like that. I can't stop it, but I can call him out on it and say, you don't use my Lord's name in vain. But I've done it in love. I didn't do it in hate, but I showed him love. And if I wouldn't have stepped out and I wouldn't have told him that, maybe he would have said he ain't standing up for his Jesus. Maybe he's not standing up for his God. I want to stand up for my God. I want to stand up for him. I don't want to stand up to him and say, no, God. I want to stand up for my God and say, yes, Lord. You tell me to say. He's told me to say things at work, and I've told people. They didn't always like it, but I told them. But there, there was a time that God told me to tell them something I didn't. I didn't have enough God. I didn't have that power. I had a little power. I didn't have enough. But now I'll tell people about God. I'll tell them what God says. But so many times we get wrapped up in everything else that we forget about God. But God, I was working. You take five seconds for God. Mm -hmm. you, can't, you can't take five seconds every now and then to say, thank you, Jesus. Yes. I prayed at my job. I prayed in the bathroom. I prayed right there at my job. Right. I don't. I can't pray all the time right there out loud. But you can pray in your mind. Yes, sir. I go outside for breaks and I go outside for lunch. A little one-on-one -on -one time with Jesus. Yes. We need to find some one-on-one time. During the week, my vehicle is my, my closet. That's my prayer closet during the week. That's where I go to get away from people. They say, why do you go outside if it's raining, snowing, whatever? I got to get away. I got to get alone. I got to get a little time with Jesus. And my, door, my door sometimes I explore. My vehicle sometimes that door that I have to step in every day. If it's raining, I got soaked the other day. I got soaked the other day. I'm like, why'd you go out there? I have to get away from people and get up talking to God. Sometimes I got to talk to God. My door during the day. I don't know where your prayer closet is, but that's my prayer closet sometimes. Amen. 
But you better have some prayer closets. You better have some places to pray. Sometimes I'll get up early in the morning and pray. When everybody's asleep or I'll stay up late and I'll pray when everybody's asleep. Sometimes you got to get alone and he's woke me up. Sometimes they get up. I'm getting where I get up and sometimes you're like, oh, I'm tired. I got to get up early in the morning and go to work. But I learned if you listen to God, he'll give you strength. That's right. I don't always have lots of strength. Sometimes I get tired. But God carries me through everything. Amen. He carries me through everything, brother. Amen. When I'm tired at work, he gives me strength to make it through the day. Sometimes I go home, I just want to sit for a while and rest because I'm so tired from working. I don't know if it's because of seizure medicine or what. It don't matter. But God gives me strength to make it through the day. Amen. And then by the time it's time to read, I get a little energized. I get a little energized to get that word out because God gives you strength. I know you're a little strength, but I will help you. I know you're a little strength, but I will fill you. I know you're a little strength, but I will use you. I will use you. That's what a lot of people think. I'm not used in the church. God will use you. Not everybody's called to preach. Not everybody has a, has a, a calling to sing. Not everybody wants to sing. But guess what? God is moving. But he sends singers. He sends preachers. And sometimes he just sends people to clean the floors, clean the bathrooms. That's a job for the Lord. That's working for the Lord. Sometimes he has us get down on our knees and scrub up some toilets. Sometimes we have to do what we have to do for the Lord. But so many times we say, no, somebody beneath me can do that. Nobody's beneath nobody. Brother said he's a servant. I've heard him preaching. He's just a servant. He's here to serve you. And if God told him to get down there in his dress clothes to clean the toilet, he would do it. And we have to do what God says to do. We have to obey God. You can ask brother, any of the elders, they probably never thought they'd be in this church. The old church, I was in the old church. I was running at the time. Yeah. I got married in the old church. Right. It was a Holy Ghost filled church. Yes. The fire was there. Revivals was there. Yes. But it burnt down. Right. Look what God gave you. Yes. Right. Is it better than the old church? No. Hallelujah. But it's great Amen. to be used of God yes. to pastor a church, yes. brother, like this. Or like that. Or like that. It was an old church. I remember going there and hiding in the back like always. I would hide in the back, Brother James, and that guy could preach. That guy could preach, let me tell you. And it seemed like he was always preaching right at you. He was always preaching right at you. When my dad would preach, it was always right at me. The reason for it is because I felt the conviction because I was not right with God. That's why they felt like they were preaching me because they probably was. Because God had a word for me that night, but I didn't repent. So many times he has a word for you, but you didn't listen. Been there. I said, I went there for a few months just because I was dating Crystal and that's where she went to church. That's the only reason. People are like, You're, you was wrong by admitting that, no? I'd be wrong if I said I was a Christian because I wasn't. But if I would have kept going, God would have got a hold of me. He would have got a hold of me. But I found an excuse to get out. Any excuse will do, right? Sometimes that's all it takes is any excuse to get out. 
Every time I see Brother James, he'd hug me. Told me he loved me. Yeah. I had my first seizure. I remember him giving me a card. Yeah, I don't remember much, but I remember Brother James giving me a card. Yeah. Yeah. I remember him coming over there, taking time out of his little busy life yeah. to pray for me. Yes, he, he prayed for me all the time. Yes, he but he came there just yeah. to pray yeah. for me. Right. Even if he didn't know my dad, if somebody asked him to come pray, he would have. Brother Luke, if you ask for prayer and he can get to you, he will. And if he ain't got time right then, he'll come when he gets a chance. Because he's a pastor, and they have a pastor's heart. I thank God for this church. When the old pastor pastored this church a long time ago, I came to this church. Didn't really feel nothing. Didn't really feel nothing when I came in the church. Good or bad, but the Holy Ghost wasn't flowing. You come in here now, you feel the Lord. You feel the Lord. There's that door open for brother and sister. The door opened for brother James, sister Diane. It opened. And they stepped in like they're supposed to. And the Holy Ghost that's in him is in this place because we bring him with us. We bring the Lord with us. The door was open and they stepped in. When Brother James passed away, he could have said no. But he listened to God. Right. Brother Lucas said no. Yeah. I don't want him. But the door was open. God said step in. So guess what? He stepped in. Yes, he because God called him to it. Not because his dad pastored. No. Because God called him to it. Right. So many times you take these big television preachers. Their dad does it so they do it. Right. I'm not saying they're not anointed. I don't know. I don't watch them. But the thing about it is, some of them done it just because their dad done it. Yeah, right. It's a business, like Brother just said. I don't want to be in a business. No, right. I want to be in church where the Holy Ghost yeah. is and the Holy Ghost flows. Amen. I don't want to be in a business. Yeah. If I want to be in a business, I'll go to my job. Monday yeah. through Friday, 6 to 2.30. I'll go there for a business. I ain't coming here to, to get sign a paper and say, here's your time card. We come here for the work for the God. Yeah, we got to work for God. Amen. We don't come to, to get to punch a time card and say, "Well, I went to church." Right. You go to church, you should know you went to church. That's you right. should feel you went to church. You should have people running the aisles. You should have people seeking for the Holy Ghost. You should have people doing all these things because there's an open door. There's an open door policy here. The Lord is moving. He might not tell you to go through that door. No. Everybody comes from there. Uh -huh. We don't use the exit doors no. because God called us through there. Amen. Some people might use it, but you're called to come through there. Everybody comes through there because that's the door that's open. Right. That's the door that God has. The line to come in here and go in there. But the thing about it is, if they never opened that door when God told them to open it, you'd never be here. Right. It worked out where God worked it out and they got the church. I thank God for it. Because one day I needed to come here. Yes. And, and I needed God. Yes. I had the Lord, but I needed increased. Yes. I needed to sit under some Holy Ghost preaching. I needed to climb a little higher. And I had to be obedient to the Lord when He said, A door I have set open for you. Yes. But let me tell you something. 
the door to our church was closing a long time before I closed it, brother. I didn't want to close it. Just imagine where I'd be right now if I, did, if I closed it when he told me to. But I was waiting for him to tell other people in the church. And they probably felt the same thing, but they didn't want to tell me. Sometimes we, we like, we don't want to tell them. We don't want to say nothing, kids. It's just me. But if we were to close it when we were supposed to close it, look at what we'd be doing today. But we obeyed eventually. We obeyed eventually because me and Brother Chuck felt the same thing. And we came here. People say, you're called to evangelize me. You're coming here. You need a pastor. Right. You need a home church to go to. Right. You need a place to go and call your home. Right. If you go evangelize or whatever, you still have a, have a place to call home. As long as God has us, this is our home. Uh -huh. And I thank God for everybody in this church. Amen. I thank God for everybody in this church. Amen. They show the love. Yes, it is. Yes. My cousin Chris, when I dropped him on Wednesday, he's like, I'm ready for church whenever you are. <laughs> he's like, I'll, I'll always want to go to church. Because he feels the Holy Ghost. Yes. When you feel the Lord moving, you want to be a part of it. Yes. When you get to that point where you want to be, yes. you will be. Amen. When you want to be. Amen. But so many times, I've stood on the pew and didn't really want to be. When I first got saved, don't call me out, preacher. Don't call me out, preacher. Don't call me out. What did they do? They called me out. <laughs> a lot of times they called me out because they knew I had something that God wanted me to hear. Right. They was telling me something that God said, tell me. And most usually it was preach. You're going to be a preacher. You're going to be a preacher. I heard that a lot. I heard that a lot. Because God called me into this ministry. But when I was younger, running from God, he, he told me, you're going to be a preacher. And I ran harder. I didn't want no part of that. But thank God. I was scared to death to do it. Now I thank God I get to do it. It's a total change. When you got the Holy Ghost, it's total change. Like I said, whoever you are, if you're first time preaching or whatever, even every time you preach, jitters might get a little bit. But then the Holy Ghost takes over. And you don't worry about nothing. You don't worry about nothing. I love everybody here, but I want him to be proud of me. I want your pastor to be proud of me. Just because this is his church that he set over. Not because he's a God. But he's an elder, and I respect him. Right. But most importantly, God better be pleased with you. Yes. Right. God better be pleased with you. Right. And when you leave this church, you should never say, well, Lord, I didn't get it today. Just come up here. If you don't get the Holy Ghost, say, Lord, thanks for letting me get a little closer. Right. A little closer to receiving the gift. Brother James is here. You could ask him about heart, how hard it was for him to get the Holy Ghost. Right. Yeah. He said he's, he saw it and saw it and saw it. It took him forever. Everybody else was getting it. My dad, everybody's getting filled. And he told my grandma, why can't I get it? Right. She said, you get things right, you'll get it. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. She didn't sugarcoat it to my dad, her own son. And she said, you get things right, you'll get it. Right. And he turned around and received the Holy Ghost right then. Sometimes we say, well, they didn't get it, but they got closer. Right. If they're sincere, they got closer. It's a gift. Yes. 
like this, my brother Cross said, someone gets in their car, someone gets it up here. Right. There ain't no place. No such place. Right. You can be anywhere. I've heard of people driving down the road, and the Lord gives it to them yes. because they're hungry, because mm -hmm. right. they have a desire. I hope your desire is on fire for God tonight. Yeah. I hope your desire is to please yeah. Him. Yeah. Not to please nobody but God. We want to please God in everything we do. We, we don't want to leave this place and say, Lord, I let you down. Lord, I let you down. He wants everybody to have what everybody thinks that everybody else has because not everybody has what they think they have. Right. Oh, it's never hard for Brother Lou. Oh, yeah. His, his life's rough sometimes. I don't mean he has sin in his heart, but sometimes sickness comes on his body. It's rough for him. He, he don't, he's not just up here with a halo sitting here not doing nothing. And, oh, Almighty. He's been sick before. We've all been sick before. But we crawled to an altar. Right. And a lot of times when we start to pray, we pray for other people. Uh, we don't pray for ourselves. Right. A lot of times we pray for other people right. because the other people need it. Right. God is moving. Right. And he opened this door for everybody in this church. Right. You're not here by accident. Right. You're not here by accident. Right. And when the devil tells you you're not loved, you are loved. Right. You are loved not only by us, but by God. Right. He loves you. Amen. He loves you. There's so many times we say, I'm not worthy. Nobody's worthy. Right. Nobody could be worthy for him to die on that cross. He buried our sins on that cross for you. Amen. Oh, that was 2,000 years ago. He still died for us. Amen. He knew he's going to be here tonight. Right. God is on the move. Yes. Amen. I said, open door before you. No man can shut. No man can shut. But a shut a door, no man can open. That shut door sometimes gets us in trouble. Because we keep trying to go back to that door that's shut. That lifestyle that God shut us away from. When we repented, we try to go back. We try to go back to it. Oh, I'll just go back. Like the guy that said, I'll, I'll build bigger barns. Right. He was doing what he thought he should do. Yeah. Instead of praying about it. Yes. Yep. Don't go back to what you gave God in the first place. That's right. When we give it to God, don't go back. Right. That door is closed. And we're trying to open it. We're trying to crawl under the cracks. Right. We're trying to go through the door handle. We're trying to take the hinges off the door. We're trying everything that we can to get back to that door. Right. Let's not go back. Lay it down and walk away. Right. If it's hard, God will help you. Yes. He will help you. If you have problems, brother will pray for you. Call me, I'll pray for you. Yes. Amen. I'll pray for you. Amen. We'll, we'll get together and we'll join hands and pray for you. Mom. God's people's not afraid to pray for people. Right. If God's people's afraid to pray for people, something's wrong with God's people. Yes. They went through a door that was shut. The pastor should love. Yes. Some don't. No. Some don't. Yes, Some people's glad that you walked away from them. Right. That's not right. Not right. No. Not right. Not right. I know a church 
They was glad when I walked away. That's not right. The church that I first started going to, they was kind of glad when I walked away. It's not right. But guess what? There's an open door here. God brought me here. I wasn't so much looking for a church. I was looking for a church to go to. But I wasn't looking for a church to sit down in and work in and help in. But God said, I'm sending you in that, that place for you to help. Be a help. Sometimes we need to be a help to God's people, not a hindrance. I don't ever want to be a hindrance to somebody. We have so many things that hinder us. We, we don't want to lay down. But I don't want to be one of those hindrances. I want to preach what God says. Lay it on the line. Brother Luke's had to preach some hard messages. I've heard them. They're hard. You don't want to preach them. But you have to. Because you don't want blood required in your hands. Because you didn't preach the truth. If it don't line up with this, you shouldn't be preaching it. The Bible is your, your road map. It's your road map. So many times he says, take a right. And we, we say, I want to go straight. I have something better for you. Brother said it this morning. When he says no, he has something better for you, Chuck. He has something better for you. And we say, I don't care. I want that. Brother said, I think it was Wednesday night. Somebody keeps asking for something. And God says no. And eventually he's going to let them have what they want. They ain't going to like it. They ain't going to like it. So many times we ask him. So many times. It's like a kid asking the parents to give in to him. Yes. I want this. I want this. I want this. Finally to shut him up. You say, okay, you can have that. Right. My boys done that with playing outside sometimes. <laughs> I tell them they can't play outside and they pester me. So finally I'm like, go outside and play. Yeah. <laughs> but we do that with God. We say, God, I want. I want. I want. He says, I got something better. Yeah. I want it. Oh, Lord. So many times we say we want it. What about what he wants? That's right. Sometimes we need to say, Lord, what do you want? Not what I want. I don't want my will. I don't want my will. Sometimes this flesh, this flesh's will would be stay home and recliner because I'm tired. Wednesday after working sometimes. He works almost time to come to church sometimes. He could say, Flesh, I'm tired. I'm going to put my feet up. And I'm going to get back. Put forth an effort. Put forth an effort. A lot of people have to go to work. Sometimes come straight to the church. I'm lucky even if I work over, I get off like 3.30. But the thing about it is, no matter what time you get off, you could use that as an excuse. I'm tired. I got up early. We've all thought about it. Yes. We've all thought about it before. Right. It'd be so nice just to put that pistol up and stay home. Uh -huh. I don't want to miss out on my blessing. Right. I don't want to miss out on my blessing. Because the door is open. Yes. You're supposed to go. Yes. Now, there's sometimes you can't. There's sometimes you can't go to the house of the Lord. God understands that. But just to stay home and recline that legs that's been hurting all day. Just to stay home and do that. Put forth an effort. The door's open. Amen. The door's open. Come on in. Amen. Amen.